Welcome to another episode of Share the Chili Love. Our guests are Team Scoville Slayer. Let's find out what they do in this crazy chili world that we all love. Start with um, Matt. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. And where are you based? I'm in Sydney, Australia. Okay, Australia, yeah. yeah now, Matt, I detect a slight accent there. Okay, so no, I am, I, I am, a, I am fully Aussie, but I have worked <laughs> fully Aussie. <laughs> I, 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 fully Aussie, it's all there. But uh, yeah, eight generations strong. But um, I worked international airport for like half a decade, and uh, when you're like the only Australian team member out of 300 staff members who are not, something had to give. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So you, you just, you know, I've got this hybridized. Yeah, so I'll have a mixture of like English, Irish, Scottish, American, Indian. (laughs) Do you speak any other languages? Um, um, I had to learn a little bit regarding just for like asking what would you like to drink (laughs) (laughs) and that sort of stuff like that. But I think that's something that everyone could understand in any language. (laughs) (laughs) Usually just me, otherwise it's me just playing... um, uh, what, what's that game when you're doing the pictures and stuff like that? You have the guest oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, charades, charades. <laughs> yeah, it's just the old flick of the wrist upwards. Hmm. <laughs> and the raising of the eyebrows. All righty. Well, um, now, when did you and Kyle, and what's Kyle's surname? Kyle's last, Kyle's last name is Beatty. Beatty. Kyle Scoville Beatty. Because um, I've been <laughs> yeah. watching, I've been seeing things that you guys have done floating across my news feed for, for a couple of years now. And, of course, Whilst I organise chili festivals, um, I don't have time to really get involved in that whole other side of the chili world, which is what you guys do. Yeah. Um, but I do see it going on and I wish I had time and I, I'm quite um, befuddled by why people actually want to do what you do. <laughs> it's oh. like I, just, like, I just like putting the stuff together. I don't actually want to do it. <laughs> yeah. So, so you tell me that Kyle was the one that could – Eat really super hot chili. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, and it used to be the show, it used to be called Kyle the Scoville Slayer. Your channel. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Now just, he's uh, taken a bit of a backseat um, to to be more of a family man, and you've taken over the reins. Yeah, that's correct. So okay, yes, he's still involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is um, more for more for support. So he still has another his channel with like his own personal Facebook, and he still has that name under the Scoville Slayer, so people can talk to him directly or any questions and stuff. Right. But right. most of the work, like regarding for reviews, uh, challenges here and there, and all that sort of stuff, it's pretty much down to us. So he can focus on family and all that sort of thing. As like you said, right. And it's Team Scoville Slayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah, very colourful. Now <laughs> I used to watch Kyle doing reviews. You know what used to really bug me? Yeah. That he would film the whole unwrapping of the thing. <laughs> the thing is like like there was, there was a lot of things that we wanted to get straight to the point for some of these things but um we in the chili community people get really iffy regarding um the authenticity of the chili so to oh. make sure so to make sure it was no cheating or the sauce was real. We had to show it from beginning to end. Then oh. we had to make sure of that. And like there was so every fiber of us who know who knows how to market and do these things for a product knew that you know it's already pre-done and set. However, when you're dealing with the niche market of the chili thing, you need to <laughs> you need to start from beginning to end. And we're like, oh, 
<laughs> let's take, let's open the box. Let's yeah, and, and that was half off. the issue with us because most of them were idiot priests. So, don't <laughs> open the bottle. Get me a pair of scissors. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, don't mind me as well. I actually have uh, Laura, and she, she's one of our team members from Team uh, Skillful Slayer. She's uh, jumping nearby on this recording <laughs> as well. <laughs> Hello, Laura. Hi. What, what does Laura do besides keep you in line? Uh, well, actually, she's best, she's best she can kind of explain that. <laughs> um, basically, researching anything that comes out in, um, that comes to our attention for new restaurants or chilies or anything like that, any events, we keep an ear out um, and, yeah, keep these guys in line. So, you know. Focused. focused. <laughs> well, Laura, have you heard of um, my website, mychilifestival.com.au? Mm-hmm. Because um, that's no. where I kind of list Ooh. any chili-related events. So any that you, you get, you should flick them through to me and I can put them up there um, and share them. So it is a directory website. I um, definitely have everything written down for Scarlet and stuff. Oh, I have to pass on the because Yes. Big hole filling around with this. But now that we've expanded, I can pass on the paperwork. <laughs> have a look at what's on there and see what's well, – there's not much left, you know, with mm. the good, good food and wine things both being cancelled in Sydney and Perth and uh, a few other things being cancelled. But and a lot of events that are on there are the UK, of course, because they're kicking on. Um, yeah. If it's the summer now. Um, <laughs> and then there's my events on there. So, um, yeah, if, if you have a little squeeze on there and if you see anything that I've missed, um, be great to – to just uh, get drop get you to drop me a line and and anyone anyone who's out there listening if you've yeah. got a chili related event send it through to info at mychilifestival.com.au and I'll put it on my website for free <laughs> okay because <laughs> we've got to share the chili love which oh, is the name yeah, of this absolutely. podcast <laughs> and um all right. Well, Laura, it's, it must be interesting to um, be working in this uh, field that you are in. Um, so when Kyle was doing this his um, test this um heat challenges yeah who were some of the people that he was going up against just in australia <laughs> so basically there wasn't uh, it's more of everything was just people wanted to see um just take him down like company oh. like just uh, like in a, in a playful way like companies uh people who also chili heads they would i would mostly instead of going head to head with him they were testing mm-hmm. the waters to see like what sort like what level of source because we kind of came out of nowhere, and and all these people kind of set their set their uh, places in stone, like in festivals and competitions, and just standard reviews. And then there comes us with our reviews out of nowhere, just doing this and popping like, who are these guys? <laughs> and then Indeed. we saw what we could do. And then, yeah, indeed, yeah. you you sort of everyone has to start somewhere. Yeah, and, that's um, right. So, so yeah, we you guys found that COVID was a bit of a kickstarter for you because yeah. there was so little else to do. So walk me through a typical week at Team Scoville during lockdown. Okay, so back back then for us, we got it. He was um his work got kind of cut in half, and he had time to do more things and stuff. And we we're kind of like we always we, we like we hang out all the time. He's my best mate. I've known him for about twenty years, and um we always knew he had a big tolerance for heat. So. That's when we jumped on the, but I kind of said out of nowhere, hey man, maybe we should like do something just for fun regarding your chili thing. We should film it because we have a whole bunch of like, you know, just fun drunken footage of us (laughs) (laughs) doing all these things. So let's see if we can do something. He goes, you know what? Let's do it. So I set up an Instagram and uh, we started from there. And uh, yeah, we pretty much um, did our first review. I think that was of a company called Sabarak. And yes, yeah, and yeah, and we loved it. Uh, Cole pretty much scolded from the bottle. That's how much he enjoyed it. 
and then we released it and it was just basically two Westies having a chat, but apparently it was really popular. So, and the next thing you know, we got like 200 followers in a day and then it just kind of just kept going throughout the year of like that. And then we expanded onto Facebook. And so our typical thing for COVID at that point was just um, getting, getting products, getting content, and then just kind of like, uh, editing it down and sharing to everybody he was demanding it really which was a lot of people at the time <laughs> that look it's great isn't it that something good can come out of something so annoying um uh, i remember during, I during lockdown we <laughs> i created a, a chip therapy podcast oh, wow. <laughs> on facebook um it's still up there <laughs> mm-hmm. if, if you're feeling up to it and a bit of a laugh um check it out yeah but sure i just we just i just decided that the premise would be um chips can solve any problem and that was that's it we would would have letters from listeners letters from in inverted commas listeners um, (laughs) with with questions like um my kitty litter smells what can i do about it you know (laughs) we would apply chips as in some way and it was a lot of crazy fun and uh, it was visual as well because it was on facebook live but look these are the things you do don't you but i we haven't sort of followed up after that but i'm glad to see that you guys have Mm. so did you start with youtube uh, no, YouTube, we, we actually have a channel, but we haven't released anything on it. So we do have a plan along the line that we probably not much different from what you're doing. I'm um, thinking of doing a podcast and uh, like jumping on and like actually have the camera on us uh, a bit mm. more regarding chatting about everyday things, places we're going to and stuff like that. Um, there's other ideas we're kind of um, kind of like juggling around with that sort of idea, but uh, YouTube is, it's, it's a very fickle mistress. Their monetization mm. things mm. really bad thing. Like, so we're still thinking like, if we want to um, just do it for the sake of having it on YouTube, just for the sake of it, and we can mm. just do what we want, or do we want to take it further? It's, it's, it's asking these right questions. So that way. We're yeah. Having it's the interesting right how platform. people find the right um, platform for what they're doing. Yeah. Um, because Facebook's the obvious one because we're so used to it. It's, it, you know, it, people can manipulate it and work it yeah, how they yeah, want yeah, it. Instagram's right. great, but you, you sort of, um, uh, have to keep things quite short or then. Yeah. So with Instagram, I've found it's very straightforward yeah. business. Uh, so then well, Facebook's a bit more open to the public. Yeah, yeah. So when you're not slaying scovels, what, <laughs> what do you what do you do? Um, I generally, I'm a, I'm a licensed wine and alcohol expert, and I, I oh. work. I'm a store manager for a couple of liquor lands. Okay, so you're an independent rep or something? Yeah, so to speak. So I do get sent out to conventions and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, for trying the new lines that we can introduce to the company. But most of the time, it's just like providing everyone with it, uh, just working in a certain locations and just providing everyone the alcohol they need. <laughs> Sounds like a very rewarding job. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I've done I've done hospitality retail slash for um, give, or t- uh, give or take 15, 15 years. And yeah. um, I pretty much went from like, kitchen hand all the way to the highest management you can be in hospitality and um, scored lots of uh, certificates, um, diplomas, that sort of stuff regarding all sort of things. So when we do these reviews and uh, ideas and stuff, they all come from a professional place with knowing what we're talking about. That's good. Yeah, because I I see so many people on Instagram and Facebook touting themselves as reviewers. Um, Obviously, it's it's a great way to get free products, but in order (laughs) to be taken seriously as a reviewer, you obviously need to have a following and, and be constantly increasing your following and also, yeah, have some sort of credentials. Although I guess, look, if you've got taste buds, yeah, credentials, that's right. aren't they? You know, so it takes a lot of work and commitment. Do you think the chili review industry is close to saturation point? 
Um, nah, you see, everyone has different unique style, uh, like styles and regards to what they think they can do and what they know they can do. So, um, there's a lot of people, especially influencers out there that go do these reviews and they have no prior background except that the fact that they're just a mum or just a dad mm -hmm. or, yeah. and then just going to these unique places and giving their two cents. And sometimes that can be, sometimes that can take off like a rocket. Sometimes it's just, uh, mm. there for just like fun little hobby that people like to do. It just really depends I guess, like we were saying, I guess on the media or who's really... I think it helps when you've got a personality. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I suppose yeah. just ha having a bit of a, like, a go-lucky attitude or some a, a unique uh, spin on how you do your things always is a good hook. Absolutely. You need to know how to how to sort of get your message across and make it entertaining because, yeah, they can get pretty boring, some of those reviews, you know. Well, we try not to do it. Like I said, we weren't happy or have to open a box, but we had to keep the chili community. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you cut through the thousands of people and businesses out there who review products? And is it really possible to be impartial and objective about a product when, for example, friends of yours own the product you're reviewing do you refuse to review those products oh well, the thing is uh, like i said before everyone has their own take um in regards to what they think of a product uh, regarding for their product so what they, they every like it seems i can see where people come from when they say like someone just like reviewed this hot sauce and we're going to review the same thing so people think why would i need to watch this guy when this guy's pretty mm. much explained everything mm. and what we do different is how we go about it so when we look at a pro like there's a lot of people who do their own things and what we cut through the market is knowing that we're in a niche market. So it's, it's underground and it's kind of similar, like, like a better word, it is kind of an underground scene, but once you're in that scene, it's big and it's fast. And if you know how to work it and know the angle, what you're going to do, you can um, know how to go about do your own unique spin of it or, or an idea anyway. So, so it's not a matter of, you're a better reviewer than another person um, because that's kind of objective anyway. It's yeah. more about how entertaining you are as a reviewer <laughs> uh, and your, perhaps your knowledge of ingredients and the cooking process or your knowledge of a broad range of products in order to be able to even compare them. Yeah. Well, so that you're, well, like, so, well, mentioning anything towards how a source, like for just, just an example, just for sourcing itself, just – for the, for example's sake, like uh, directing what can be good with, like what's the heat level? Um, can it be paired with? Can it be paired with food? Is it gluten free? Does it have, can it appeal to anyone who's um health? Is it just for fun? You know, is it is it something you can actually enjoy? You have to be honest about these yes. sort of things, and I think honesty goes a long way. It's good having a personality and having an idea of how you're gonna go for your product, but if it depends if you're just doing something for review or you're trying to sell it. You know, so do you think, um, like some people are just creating sources that are just completely ridiculously hot, but they're not really, there's nothing enjoyable about them? I, I believe there is mostly more on the American side of things. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of hot for the sake of hot, so a lot mm -hmm. of extract, but extract based sources, mm -hmm. and then they like they, they're okay in its own way. So, like, if you're gonna give someone as a practical joke or mm -hmm. a way of, of way or big chili heads away for training. So like if they like if you can handle this amount of heat, then you're gonna handle the other ones just fine, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yep. sort of way. But that's <laughs> that's as far as that positivity goes. Otherwise, it's just pretty much just heat for the sake of heat. Just yep. just like you know, give someone a hard time. <laughs> so, but uh, as I said, do you, if a friend of yours makes a sauce and that, and they send it to you for review, 
would you review it or would you go um, look, yeah, we I would we'll, be, but we, no, we, we would it. definitely review it um it's it's but we're gonna honestly gonna give our honest opinion about it so i don't think i don't think when anyone gives any what if it's really horrible um go back to the drawing board it's terrible yeah it's like saying mate, it's like mate i appreciate the hard work you get into this it looks great it smells great however <laughs> but would you do that off air Rather um, than on air. Yeah, that's, well, it, the thing is that whenever we talk to any company, we we make them understand what we're going to through and here's our process, etc. They're part of a lineup because we have like fifty other things in front. But they're going to say, "How would you like to? How would you like it? Do you want to just? Do you want us to talk it up? Do you want to do this sort of thing like that?" But generally, most people. Well, surely just, nobody wants. You oh no, no, yeah, no, we've never had anyone just say just like lie. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know it's shit, but can you just say something? Yeah, just, nice can you anyway? say it's good anyway? No, we've never done that. So we'll we'll never cave into our principles and saying that we're going to be honest, and um, we're just going to. Do you say give it? it a, do you give them a score? Um, actually, we try to avoid the score system because mm. it's it's different to everyone. We find that sauces, chilies, or anything in that nature is a lot like a wine. It's designed to be different to each person. But people like James Halliday. Yeah. Scores. And their, their scores are worth a great deal of money. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's um, uh, uh, you know, highly credentialed and been in the industry for many, many years. But but technically, that could be you at some point in time um, where you what you say about a product um, gives it, you know, some sort of more credibility or less. Mind you, you're not making as big an investment as wine <laughs> a lot of the time. I mean, the average price of a bottle of chilli sauce is like, what is it, 10 to 15 Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, and wine is just, you know, it's just so much attached to wine, isn't there? I've just been out in the wineries this weekend singing, oh, yeah. singing and, yeah, they all, they're all very proud of what they do. And I did work in the wine industry myself for a while. And, yeah, it's, an inter- it's a wonderful industry. It is. Yeah, it is prone to, well, shall we say, a little bit of wankery. <laughs> so is there chili wankery? Yeah, yeah, so to speak. So what, the thing is we not only just do chili, like that is definitely – and it's also scoring and rating systems are is more towards what we do when we do with Mr. Chili, mm-hmm. which is that it is an exclusive group where hundreds always try to enter and be a part of, but only a select few are chosen. Luckily mm-hmm. enough, me and Kyle managed to get into that field. So that's when ratings actually come into being. So we need to actually kind of put apart the fact that it's not going to be like a review. We're going to have to sit there properly analyze we're going to do the whole you know when you do wines and you're going to smell coffee mm-hmm. and everything to mm-hmm. reset your palate all that sort of thing mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. exactly what we're going to do with the hot sauces or jerky or rub and really be like don't need to be entertaining just got to do a job and be very logical about it so what you're dealing with like right. is it tasty? what went wrong why is it what like why is it this one's better than this one and this is all blind tastings as well mm. So you don't know what you're going to get. And then at the end, it's revealed. You're like, oh, wow. Like, it completely blows your mind. Ooh. Well, I hope you, you guys before. might come up to um, Bruce Chili Fest or Chilogan and, and do, be my judges for the Yeah, day. absolutely. Oh, I still, got, I, I still got, I got the chili shirt. It'll make it all work out. Okay. Well, we'll talk offline about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So you did mention, Mr. Chili, that you've recently got on board as, as judges, which is wonderful. Um, so for those who don't know, Mr. Chili is an entity which, which hands out awards, basically to various chilli products in Australia and New Zealand, I believe? Correct. 
Yeah. Obviously, this is a business for Mr. Chili, and he charges entry fees to enter your uh, source in, to be to be awarded, hopefully. And then he, he makes uh, money out of selling the stickers and, and award paraphernalia, all those things that go into the product themselves. And it, it's important that there's a central award system in place. But tell me a little about the judging process. How many people are on the panel? How are they chosen? What are their qualifications? I've yet to interview Mr. Chili. It's Andrew Ayub, isn't it, I believe? Yes, that's correct. And I'm looking forward to that in the future. But let give me your um, your thoughts on it. So um, generally, the, the, the rankings in, in a typical judging panel um, for people who do it, uh, each group individually gets like there's maybe 20 up to 20 different categories. And that's, mm. that, that it fluctuates. It just depends on the year. Um, and uh, each judge gets gets up to about a minimum of five people has to be part of their group when they do the judging and then they go about a scoreboard system and you can choose the system how you do it. You can do between one and a hundred or you can like 50 or you can like any, as long you have your own system, as long as you're judging fairly along with yeah. the group of people you're doing. Yeah, uh, Because it is quite crucial, isn't it? To his yes. credibility yes. Um, to, for people to continue to have confidence in his award system, because mm. uh, that would be a very bad thing if he, if that confidence was lost. Yeah. So people like yourselves as judges, um, they're they're very they're a crucial part of his business, really. Yeah, absolutely. So it's it's we we're, we're helping each other and stuff like that regarding to that. So we're helping businesses, and that's what we always plan to do from the beginning. So this is just another unique way of doing that. Um, and Andrew helps us provide giving us that step. It's a very exclusive sort of thing like that, knowing that like these aren't people who are just gonna have take this and do this because of the sake of getting free stuff or anything like that. They, <laughs> but, you know, he he reads through these people very carefully. He gets like he, he says mm. to himself, he goes through hundreds of people who try who try and then and only some select. And I think there's only about ten. I could be wrong because it, um, people are in and out all the time, depending on their yeah. on circumstances as well. Um, but about 10 to 12 people only in the Mr. Chili group as well. Right. And so do you all just turn up on one day and do it all together in one go, all the judging? Like, at, at, you know, at the Royal Show, for example. Royal yeah, Show, uh, not, you, that would make you know, my have, life so much easier if we could do that. <laughs> yeah, because I know the wine industry, the Queensland wine industry does it up here at the RNA, and I used to attend when I worked in the industry, and you just see hundreds and hundreds of bottles all there and all these judges, all these wine <laughs> judges all swelling and sniffing and spitting. Um, so is <laughs> no that what it's like that. at the Mr. Chili Awards? <laughs> Oh, I would, trust me, if it was like a lot like the wine industry, it would make my job so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when they got, when it goes to the judging, it's sent out to us. Um, oh, and uh, then we, we have a time limit how we do it. It's about a, it's about a month and a half. Mm-hmm. And within that time, that's enough time to uh, collaborate, uh, collaborate if you have to with other judges and, and, uh, and then uh, work out your time when you're going to be live to reveal your results on the Mr. Chili page. Oh. I guess it's um yes, it's a little bit different is with with chili, you know, because it's a bit hard to continue judging when you're being wiped out by a super hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. So the thing is, a lot of people in the like uh, when you're sharing with a group, for example, like Laura here, she's um she she doesn't mind spice, but she has no strong talent for doing chilies and stuff like that. Like she loves the flavor, but it just it's really hot and it's hard for her. <laughs> so when she's a part of the judges, for me, when we're doing these sort of things, she is great for those circumstances because she is the category for people who can't take chili. Mm. Well, I can. And then there's other people who are higher and stuff like that. So when you have a mixed group, yeah. you get a lot better results. Yeah. 
it was good because like myself and, and Glenn, we have a lower tolerance, but we still understand flavor and spice and mm-hmm. how they can go, you know, work quite well. Whereas yourself, isn't you're in the medium range and Kyle's in the higher range. So yeah, we do have that sort of range in the middle. Like, um, sorry, the range is actually, you know, it's a good span. And what was amazing was that when we revealed, you know, the winners and that sort of stuff, it was just that having that impact on the community to know that we were part of the panel that chose, you know, this award for this product. Yeah. And so now they're like, hey, we've got the Mr. Chili Award now. And it's just like, yeah, we did that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we gave him that guy. We, we, we made him a winner. <laughs> oh, you're in the power seat. <laughs> Drunken power. <laughs> Don't let it go to your head, guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're pretty, we're pretty humble that stuff. We're still ba- we still barely believe that we're, we are where we are now. Like we're internationally recognised and by the Mr. Chili, it still kind of hasn't really sunk in for us yet. Mm. That's great. It's great to hear people kicking some goals. Um, now, question, question, question. Um, so you call yourself foodies, right? I've, se- I've written your biography, and yeah. you're doing a lot of um, a lot of uh, critiques, r- reviews for restaurants. You know, I've always wanted to be a restaurant reviewer because I'm pretty, I'm, I'm highly critical. <laughs> I'm a really good cook, and my mother was so. It's very hard to please me. I've always wanted to be a restaurant critic. But anyway, next life. So, okay, you call yourself foodies. What's the definition of a foodie as it relates to chili industry? Well, see, well, the, the thing is actually that I get a lot of questions. Uh, I, I got a, a similar questions regarding that, how you can do the both. And it's actually really simple. Um, the thing is because, again, niche market, it actually opens up to a lot of unique opportunities, actually, events and uh, restaurants and stuff like that. So we commu- if they communicate to us, that's great. But when we search out looking for places and say, hey, we, we heard about this place, we'd love to come down and um, review your location. Your, your burgers look amazing or your chicken or whatever they have. And then, and, and then they like, and then we mention who we are and we list, you know, a small list of what our accomplishments are, mostly chili based. And you'll be surprised on the reaction there. They're like, they're, they're impressed and they're like, well, actually, like, this is just a place we'll just probably just do burgers, nothing chili related. And they're mm-hmm. like, actually, we're working on doing this unique hot sauce, or like a little sauce for these, um, for these um, ribs or for these wings or like uh, this new kind of peri-peri sauce for the burger. We'd love for you to come down and try it. Like, something that we never even knew they could do. And then they'll, because they'll see the name, they'll mention, yeah, come down. Oh, I love your name. By the way, we have this. And we're like, oh, wow, bonus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, that sounds like such a fun job. I would love it. Yeah. yeah. So the definition I would say as a foodie is someone who enjoys food and actually mm. can have an honest uh, response mm-hmm. towards what you're having and and at the same time um, trying to help the business and making more people aware of um, how awesome they already are. Our job pretty much as a whole as who we are as Team School Slayer was to make people shine brighter than they already are. Well, that all sounds just beautiful. Warming, <laughs> it's warming the cockles of my heart. <laughs> so I'm a, I am a total foodie. And isn't it funny when you meet someone who's completely not interested in food? as in cooking it, the preparation of it, how it's made, anything. Like they just hate cooking dinner, yeah. hate the idea of having to prepare food. And I think, oh, my God. You know, but essentially creating – food is a creative pursuit, right? It's You make it from scratch. Yeah. And like any creative pursuit, I think it you're kind of born with the love with it, you know? Yeah. 
or if you've got a parent who's nurtured that in you. Yeah, a lot of it, uh, yeah, you're right. So it's a lot of nurture to nature, I find. Yeah, the thing. yeah. but I, like I have a neighbour who, um, yeah, totally just food. It, it's a rudimentary thing like, oh, I've got to make something for dinner. And, whereas I think about it for days. I plan the whole week in my mind. And what, no sooner <laughs> have I eaten one meal, I'm thinking about what I'm going to make for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, don't, I don't see why you couldn't be a foodie, really. Like, I mean, yes. you've, got, you've got your content, you've got your channel. So all you have to do is really is take a picture of what you cooked on the day, stick it up and just say what you've done. And then next thing you know, you're going to, there's no doubt with, regarding with what you just do in general. If you add that to it, you're going to get people watching and seeing what you've done to get your own coming. So it's pretty much how it starts, oh, really. I need more hours in the day, man. I need more hours in the day. <laughs> tell I me do about have it. to find some sort of time to actually organize festivals. Um, and, and I'm a musician as well. So oh, wow. not, what that, did you, not that that's what? been particularly busy this year, like in the oh, last yeah. 12 months, but it has been picking up. Um, we've just short, my husband and I, uh, just come back from tour in the outback for two weeks. Um, we oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it was great. That's uh, doing our country show. That was, it was just wonderful to be back. And then we just barely got off the plane and we had to go out to the wine, um, the Granite Belt in Queensland and do a couple of events out there. Oh, so nice. it's, And I'm so glad that we got to do the tour and those gigs just before this lockdown. I mean, oh, God, yeah, how you, lucky. You really dodged the bullet, didn't you? Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Poor thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, and I've got, the car was like full of boxes of wine because I always make sure we get paid in wine <laughs> as well as cash. It's a, it's a contra thing. <laughs> yep. So I want cash, but I want wine too. So <laughs> my that's that's kind of the good thing. If we did wines, I know the whole house would be full of bottles. And <laughs> empty bottles. Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. for an empty, depending, <laughs> depending on the week. We try to hold back. Bottles, have you got like a ton of chili stuff in your house? Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, the shelves are getting, Cole, Cole's house is worse, but ours is getting there. But it's actually probably more rubs and everything at this point. And the other day, oh, okay. it's, it's it's beginning now because we've expanded. We had a box of vodka and wine come in, and, and then this Russian company, uh, they're in Australia. They're in Australia now for promotion, and they Ooh. sent us a box of, of vodka and wine. I'm like, oh, here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing! Yeah, wow. so we, we, I saw, we also got a whole bunch of non-alcoholic stuff as well because I'm dry July, so we're taking advantage of that. Yeah. So yep. we're giving other people options towards besides if you can't, well, you can drink, just non-alcoholic. So here are these some awesome, delicious options you could have in, in spirits and beers as well. So um, we'd tend to uh, push that out as well. So we're definitely Fantastic. pushing some boundaries as well. Well, I might have to hit you up for, for a couple of donations for our charity um, for our festivals, but I'll talk to you about that offline as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there's, a whole list, there's a whole list we'll talk about. We'll go for it. Okay. Are you writing it down? Yeah. I, I'm just so um, in my studio <laughs> with the cat. And uh, yeah. I don't have a pen. I don't have a free hand because I'm trying to keep it quiet. And... Oh, yeah, we got we, we have we have a little we have a little fir- uh, we got little. A, a little yeah a little, little. little tato with us right now yeah a poodle did you say little, uh, we, I call him a fur tato because he folds up his legs he looks like a furry potato. Oh yes. Oh god, animals. Yeah, they're bizarre. Do they ever get get a, a Guernsey on your um reviews? Do yeah, you do. Include he does. The animals? There's been a couple. There's been a couple of views. You just see like tw- like we're on a table. We're doing well like halfway in the view and you see his little head pop up and try to get to the plate. Or a tail walk by. He complains, he knows we're cooking like barbecue. He's like, I want that first. And you just hear the cat now in the background. (laughs) Oh, never work with animals or children. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the typical little four-year-olds all of the time. (laughs) Uh, So, um, okay, is this business 
producing an income for you guys? Or is it just a labour of love, something that gets you out there amongst it in an industry? Definitely more towards a labour of love. What makes us Mm -hmm. most really popular at this point is that what we do during these hard times is that our reviews are free. Like the only thing I feel like where we've done any payment is if they've just been generous and they just like won't take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you guys did a great job. Here's something for your troubles. I'm like, no, don't worry about it. This is what we do. We're trying to help you. And they're like, no, no, you like you helped us. You crazy self percent up. I uh, couldn't be happier. And I'm like, Jesus, can you? I, so I'll just take a pack of chips. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's a nice position to be in, isn't it? To, it yeah, to well, in the future, we do plan to do something regards to that because um, very eventually we do do plan to do uh, branding and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, that's it's still kind of on the on the books at the moment until we sort more and cement uh, towards like getting our site and everything done and and just getting more of these reviews away. So we're more because we've only been around just not quite just over a year. Uh, well, like we've been around a little bit longer, but officially like doing what we do, we've only done it for about a, a year and um, we've achieved more than we could ever imagine. So we're just getting that way of cementing of our place in the world. And then after that's kind of set in stone, people know who we are. We can expand that a little bit further. Do you think looking towards the future that you might be another sort of Mr. Chili? <laughs> we're just we're gonna start super cool are we gonna taking control of Andrew? <laughs> yeah well you know there's more than one um award that's uh, true system. Yeah. um and theoretically you know that's something that could be in the future i, if, I, I um, have thought you about, build up I have enough more of the fact of doing our own little uh system like like mm-hmm. like you just like you got the scoville award <laughs> something yeah. like that. uh mm. something like that like oh I, like yeah well it's crossed my mind but it's definitely something yeah you're not wrong it might be something in the future we're yeah, looking to but we have like, award. yeah the slayer mm-hmm. award yeah <laughs> you've been Absolutely. slain you're yeah, yeah so you slayed, slayed it. you slayed it yeah <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start copywriting this stuff. I love it. Um, I just have have an entrepreneurial mind and I'm always thinking of all the things that you could do, you know. Yeah, like (laughs) this is what we have. Like you should – my mind's always thinking a mile a minute and then just trying to – all the possibilities, ideas. But that's why we have Laura here so we can focus because if it's not because – if she's not around – then I have like a thousand things I'm doing in the day where we only have to focus on one thing at a time. <laughs> I'm just having a visual there in my mind. You know those little um, uh, farmyard sets that we used to play with as kids and you've got all the farm animals and there's a little fence around it and mm-hmm. you can move the fence around it and make it whatever shape, but you still you had to have a fence and they had to be yeah. there. And I think Laura's the fencer. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey, and you, focus, your mind focus, is man, all focus. the farmyard animals. Because <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because uh, she's the only girl. There's three, bo- including Kyle, there's three boys and, and she's the only girl. And then where's us, like, yabbering on drinking? It's like, guys, hurry, focus. We've got filming today. <laughs> like, get in your places. Good on you, Laura. Good on you. You're very important, you know. We, we organising <laughs> yeah, women. You know, they always think we're bossy, but we. I have a T-shirt, uh, teacup that says, I'm not bossy. I am the boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not bossy. It's management. <laughs> That's right. And someone has to do it. Someone has to keep the keep all the you know herd all the cats. 
Yeah, that's, that's right. right. It's like, hey, yeah. let's get this done first and then we can go drinking. That's fine. <laughs> that's right. Yep. You got to keep the, keep on the straight and narrow. Um, okay. Now, you mentioned sweets and alcohol and other unique chili products in your biography. Um, I'm a big fan of dessert chili sauces, chili oh, candy, yeah. dried chili snacks like Madam Chili in Sydney. Mm. She sent me recently some a whole bunch of goodies because um, we were about to have an interview, but that had to be postponed. I love the, the huge scope of chili. Chili, chili treats. Um, so tell me about some fun products you've seen lately and whether it's heat or flavour that you feel is more important. Oh, see, this is a unique one. So before that, Men of Chili actually um, um, sponsored us for about uh, for a good about six months uh, last year. Her, and I know for a fact her products are fantastic. Mm. Uh, she was really happy that we did uh, Bloody Mary using her products and stuff as well. So a very unique concept that she never oh. even thought of. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, a Bloody Mary. That's right. Speaking of Bloody Marys, when I was out my outback tour, I, I make a point of having a cocktail every afternoon while I'm on mm-hmm. tour. And I found in Mount Isa this bottle of pre-mixed five pepper uh, Bloody Mary mix. Mm. And I kind of didn't really read much. I just saw five pepper, but man, was that stuff hot. I'm like, holy Toledo, I think a Bloody Mary's like mind bogglingly hot, but it was, I couldn't um, just drink it. Like it's, it's a, it's the tomato juice with the five different types of pepper in it. And then you just have to add the vodka, but I swear I was, I think I'd have to add 50% other tomato juice along yeah. with it. But, so if anyone's out there yeah if you if you like your bloody mary's hot that's the one to get it's delicious but whoa way too hot it was actually yeah. burning yeah. my esophagus <laughs> that's not what i look for in a cocktail let me tell you <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely so yeah so I, it's, it's because having a background in um like again hospitality and alcohol and stuff like that i know how to i actually had I, i'm on i'm on a blog from a, a couple of years ago and when i was working in the airport and um i made and i had a blog saying i made the best body mary's in Sydney, and um, yeah, so this this goes on to what you were asking before about flavor and heat yep. and stuff like that. So mm. there's three main there's a three main concepts that I've developed regarding for this system. So regarding for food, sweets, chilies, it doesn't matter. There's there's heat and then there's flavor. So you can get the heat of something first, and then the heat because even in chilies itself have flavor in itself just by itself. Mm. You just got to push through the heat. So heat. It can add on to um, have flavor, then increase the potential of the flavor. And then this flavor before heat. And then the flavor actually comes first. So you have an idea of what you're dealing with, all that savory, the sweets, the sour. And then the heat kicks in. And is that heat going to be um, complimenting? Is it just going to be uh, just a kick in the face? Or is it just, <laughs> <laughs> what's it going to be? That sort of thing like that. And um, then there's the third and last and final one when it can be both. So you get flavor and heat at the same time. Now, the third one is the hardest to do mm. because balance is achieved when people do that. So when you get chili, like the chili of any product, and then the flavor comes side by side, that means the, the ingredients of what they provided, that umami and stuff, is completely synced. The balance is legit, 50-50. And it's extremely hard to do because a lot of people generally when they cook um, without the prior knowledge is that they'll just throw things together. And if it ends up being like that, it ends like that. Mm-hmm. And they don't know why. But yeah. the people who have these together, have actually taken that effort, tried it and failed multiple times to get that just right to that scenario. And that's talent. But like, don't get me wrong, the, even the scenarios I mentioned before, heat, flavor, flavor, heat, they're all good in its own way too. And they have their, um, they have 
their parts to play. But for that third option to be both mm. is legit skill. There's something special about that. Yeah. It's just that, that, you know, when you're sitting there and you suddenly get the, the flavour and the heat at the same time, but you still want to keep going back. That's what I keep saying to you and Kyle, if we're ever to develop like a, a rubber or sauce, you need flavour and heat at the same time, but it needs to be a balance because you want to return. You want a customer to be like, that's so great. I want to come back and I want to keep eating that, that kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. I, I really can relate to that because uh, I can I can eat fairly hot sauces i mm. don't do well with um raw chilies at all um but that's I, most I people get, <laughs> uh, i'm getting quite good at eating very hot sauces um it's always interesting to see like i've got someone staying with me at the moment who's from india but he can barely eat chili at all what? Thought, oh, shame on that's you. crazy <laughs> shame shame <laughs> and um you know i put on what i consider you know sort of everyday kind of chili sauce and splattered on everything and he's like oh my god that's so hot I can't eat it (laughs) see if the flavor is really awesome they will as you say Laura come back anyway because yeah the things that can be so hot like like when you have flavor and heat it's like for example Javi I've had this there's in a city there's a place does probably the best chili fries I've ever had in my life and it's really fries. Chili fries. They, they, chili they, they, fries. Yeah, this like with the mints and everything like that. They did the old American theme on it. Oh, and yeah, God. it was so good. And the thing is, it was so ridiculously hot, but the flavor was through the reef at the same time. So <laughs> I'm burning alive. I'm like, why are you still eating it? So because it's so damn good. <laughs> I, can't, I can't, my face is melting, but I can't stop eating it. Yeah. <laughs> it's um Really quite addictive, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Because good thing about when you're dealing with heat as well is that you, if, if for people who do enough of it, you get something called a chili high. And mm. um, and you get all that endorphins, all those, all that dopamine and morphine releasing from your brain because you dealt with the heat. It, it's quite a fun feeling. <laughs> no, it, it is. It is. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. Um, except when you get to the stomach crap. Cr- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not. Yeah. It's a- <laughs> or it's not a hardcore drugs. I'm trying to avoid that. <laughs> oh, I know. I was watching a program last night, and uh, this guy was doing cocaine, and and uh, th- their behaviour afterwards. I thought, oh man, you know, that's just a bad, bad scene when when they go off and behave really badly on cocaine. <laughs> you know, if they just go and be fun or something, it's not so bad. But when they start going off the rails and being abusive, it's really bad. And they're so hot. they're so off their face. They're so hype. But see, that won't happen with chilies. You're safe. They, no, no, no. You're safe. So you've got to cramp a sore butt, but that's about it. <laughs> and, and your partner may have to, you know, endure some unpleasant <laughs> oh, yeah. things oh. happening. But other than that, it's, no it's a wholesome that activity. <laughs> the other way. <laughs> Very, very wholesome activity. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's anti-aging. Let's just say it is. Yeah. Well, it's full of vitamin C, so that's a start. Yes, that's right. And uh, anti-aging, because it's like music. Keeps you young. You know, <laughs> yeah. all those endorphins and woohoo, yes, a bit of sweat. Um, so, Laura and Matt, it's been great chatting with you both. And thanks for joining us on Share the Chili Love podcast today. Um, I'm really, really hoping that um, I'll see you or both of you or either of you at um, one of my festivals up in Queensland to come and uh, be my judges on the day for the, the best source and the best product in the day. So, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah it's definitely been, it's that. definitely a long term goal to see your stuff. We've been seeing it for a long, long time and we always talk on the chats on the boards and everything about it. And I'm definitely going to try to drag Kyle and get his ass over it with us as well. But biggest can't be choosers at this point. Hey, look, if you mention the casino to Kyle and Glenn, they'll be in. <laughs> <laughs> mention the what? 
If you mention to come up and see you and then chill you in the casino, they'll be happy. At the casino. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we can blend those two together. Throw in some alcohol there and you've got them for life. Yeah. There. <laughs> you know, if they like dressing up and, and looking really spooky, and it, the theme, of course, is spooky spicy. Ooh. And I think it's it's a first, you know, it's the first chili festival that's combined horror with um, chili. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Even though chili can be a horror. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, we'll actually we'll, again we'll talk we'll talk offline, but uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll um, definitely when we get our hopefully with our Halloween thing gone, we'll share each other's content. I'd love to see your version of your own little Halloween event with the chilies and stuff. That'll be that'll be fantastic for well, everyone. Have you to see. heard of um, Dean of the Dead in in the UK? I've heard of it. Yes. Oh, have you? If you if you don't uh, haven't already, check out his um, Instagram page. He's actually a, an artist of sorts. Uh, not sure if he's a tattoo artist as well, but he's a visual artist and he just does the most amazing graphics and crazy stuff. I'm pretty sure but, I have him saved on our other Instagram, which is where we do on our, our Halloween thing. Uh, event. Yeah. yeah. I think I have him saved on that. I'll have to double check and have a go through that. Absolutely. So he's a lovely guy. We're, we're hopefully doing a bit of a collab on the Halloween thing. So I want to do a get him to do a... Uh, a live promo for me with his makeup and oh, and yeah. hopefully get his products out here in time so I can sell some or give some away as products. Because we go nuts too. We, we have all these things we got from overseas, like masks from overseas, like the killer clowns from outer space sort of stuff. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, yeah. All, that, all that scary stuff that we like make stuff from home, everything. Can we get lollies and give the kids and donate or anything we make on the day to charity. So, yeah. it's, it's, it's So you're fun. doing a Halloween event, did you say? And when we do it, when we do our events, yeah. So we're not sure about this year again, COVID. It's with, with, mm. We're flipping a coin here, but um, mm. that's generally the aspect of what we do. Uh, what we do. Oh, well, you should come up here this, this Halloween, guys. <laughs> I really want you up here. Oh, All right. Well, well, if we'll we can't talk, do ours, we'll then obviously we'll know where to go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk some more about that. And, uh, yeah, I wish you all the best for, for your endeavours and congratulations on on your judging capacity for Mr. Chili. That's really wonderful achievement for you both. Um, and carry on being the fabulous foodies you are. It's been <laughs> a pleasure chatting with you. Um, please share the Chili love whenever you can. Um, and we'll uh, talk to you both again one day, no doubt. Yeah, no, absolutely. No worries, Carla. Thank you for having us. That's all right. Okay, so I'll... Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Share the Chili Love, coming all the way from down under. In the meantime, stay spicy.